This shit a motherfucking layup I been Steph Curry with the shot Been cooking with the sauce Chef Curry with the pot, boy Live from the 301 Live from the pot I want to welcome my audience to episode number 59 of Curry in the Pot We're back in the booth again, man We're back in the pot, back in the stew, whatever you want to call it This is episode number 59 Week 3 of the NFL is in the books And week 4 begins tonight with a beautiful Thursday night thriller I know I said Thursday night football is usually a drag and, And honestly it is, but tonight we have a great matchup We have the Los Angeles Rams hosting the Minnesota Vikings So that should be a really, really good game I'm excited for it uh, last week on Thursday, it didn't let us down. I didn't know Baker Mayfield was going to come into the game. I didn't know Tyrod Taylor was going to get hurt. But Baker Mayfield came in and did his thing. Shout out to Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns for winning their first game in like 635 days. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. And now Baker Mayfield is the starter going forward. So, of course, I'm going to recap last week's games. Uh, I'm going to talk about a few little topics that I wrote down. And then I'm going to predict week four. So let's hop right into it. Last week on Thursday night, we had the Cleveland Browns. As I just mentioned, they defeated the New York Jets. Obviously, we saw Tyrod Taylor go down with a few minutes left in the second quarter. Baker Mayfield came in, moved the ball down the field. The Browns were able to get a field goal right before half. And it just looked great, man. Baker Mayfield, it just looked like a whole new spark, a different energy, a different vibe. And the Browns rallied around Baker Mayfield. Obviously, the Jets probably weren't prepared to face Baker Mayfield. And Jamal Adams even admitted to it. But hey, the Browns got it done. Shout out to Baker Mayfield. He was able to convert on a few passes with Jarvis Landry. Just moved the ball downfield. I was very excited to see that. And I'm, I'm happy for Baker Mayfield. So that was the Thursday nighter. Then we move on to Sunday. We had some great games on Sunday, including this NFC South showdown, the Saints and the Falcons. I picked that game correctly. Started off good. Started off 2-0. Saints got it done, 43-37. They won in overtime. Drew Brees hit a beautiful spin move late in that game. Sent the game to overtime. It was a good game, man. And Drew Brees also became the NFL's all-time leader in pass completion. So shout out to Drew Brees. He's still getting it done at a high level, man. Even though he's getting up there at eight, shout out to Drew Brees. Shout out to the Saints, man. They got it done, 43-37. Next game was the Redskins and the Packers. I picked this game correctly. I just didn't know. I thought Aaron Rodgers would have a field day, but I got to give credit to my team when credit is due. The D-line played exceptionally well. Deron Payne, John Allen, Matt Ioannidis, they combined for four sacks. John Allen had two of those. Defense just looked really sound. Fabian Moreau, the slot corner, he made some plays. He was all over the field. And Alex Smith was able to to get those guys downfield. Adrian Peterson had a big day on the ground, 120 yards. And wow, the Redskins got it done, 31-17. Beautiful way to go into the bye. Next game was the Eagles and the Colts. I picked that game correctly. It was Carson Wentz's first game back. He still looks a little rusty. He's going to take some time. He's also without a few weapons. Alshon Jeffrey maybe going to play this Sunday. I hope to see him back out there. That's one of Carson Wentz's favorite targets. And they have really good chemistry. But the Eagles got it done 20-16. to But shout out to the Colts, though. They're not a bad team. They're, they're one of the best one and two teams in the league. 
honestly. Like, they look good. They have a nice defense. Andrew Luck just doesn't have any weapons outside of T.Y. Hilton, if we're being completely honest. But I like what the Colts are doing. If they could just get some pieces, free agency, maybe trade for Le'Veon Bell, I don't know, man. Somebody, Andrew Luck needs more help. T.Y. Hilton, just him alone is not cutting it. But the Eagles got it done 20-16. to 16. I picked that game correctly. Next game, Bills-Vikings, a game that I'm pretty sure nobody saw coming. I mean, I just I, I thought the Bills were the worst team in the NFL until I watched that game on Sunday. They beat the brakes off of the Vikings on their home turf, which was another thing that caught me off guard. On their home turf, they went into Minnesota and blew them out. Wow. I got to give credit when credit is due. Go Bills. They won 27 to 6. Vikings, I feel like they overestimated the Bills. I'm sorry, underestimated the Bills and just took them lightly and just thought ahead to tonight's game against the Rams. But I don't know. You shouldn't take any opponent lightly. This is the NFL. This is all professionals. But Bills got it done 27-6. I picked that one incorrectly. Next game, Dolphins and Raiders. The Dolphins are 3-0. And I feel really bad because on the season preview uh season preview of the nfl season where b jones was here i said that the dolphins were going to be horrible i said they were going to win like four or five games and they already won three to three and oh right now john gruden oh and three shouldn't have traded khalil mack but nevertheless the dolphins are three and oh next game was the ravens and the broncos i picked this one incorrectly shout out to the ravens Shout out to Joe Flacco finally having some weapons around him. It's nice to see Michael Crabtree, John Brown. They got some pieces now. Willie Sneed too. They they have they have a nice little nice, nice group of weapons around Joe Flacco. And it's good to see the defense is really good, really sound defense. They have a lot of good guys on that team. And the Ravens got it done. I I, I don't really like the Ravens because they like they're one of those teams that can easily disappoint you, make you look dumb when you make a prediction. But they got it done. They took care of business. They beat the Broncos 27-14. Next game was the Panthers and the Bengals. Carolina got it done 31-21. Heading to the bye week with a nice W. Next game was the Giants and the Texans. New York got their first win of the season. Shout out to the Giants. The Texans are 0-3, though. I, wow, man. I'm kind of disappointed because they, they were one of my sleeper teams. At the beginning of the year, I just thought they would be better. Deshaun Watson, uh, getting J.J. Watt back healthy. They lost a lot of guys last year, which is why I thought this year they would be just fine and pretty good. But 0-3. Next game, Titans-Jags. I picked this one incorrectly. Shout out to the Titans. They've been playing a lot of close games. And they won one of them. 9-6 against the Jags. They just looked flat. Blake Borders couldn't do much. It was a really, if you like defense, this, this was the game for you. The score was 9-6. to six. Next game, Chiefs and 49ers. Patrick Mahomes. I keep telling y'all, man, I, I, I've been on this guy, man. I, I knew about him on Gruden's quarterback camp last year before he even got drafted. And some of the throws he makes, it's just like effortless. Like, he looks like Aaron Rodgers sometimes. I'm not even, I'm not even sicing it. I'm being serious. The guy looks like Aaron Rodgers and some of the throws he makes. Just the perfect fit of, just the perfect tailor-made system around him. Andy Reid, one of the great quarterback whispers. We've seen what he did with McNabb, Jeff Garcia, Michael Vick. We've seen it. And Andy Reid's just a great offensive mind. 
doesn't have a lot of success in the postseason except for like a few years, but at least he gets the team there. But Patrick Mahomes, 13 touchdowns, zero picks on the year. Wow, is it too early to say MVP? But the Chiefs got it done 38-27. to Jimmy Garoppolo did go down. He tore his ACL. He's out for the season. Very unfortunate, but he should have got out of bounds. Next game was the Rams and the Chargers. Haven't played that that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger soundbite in a while, but the Chargers haven't given me reason to do to do that. But the Rams got it done 35-23. This is the best team in the NFL, guys. I know they did lose Marcus Peters. They did lose a keep to leave in that game, but this is still the best team in the NFL. You look at offense, defense, special teams, they blocking punts and stuff like that. Just a really good team all around. Next game was the Seahawks and the Cowboys. I told y'all. I told. Oh, my goodness. I told y'all. The Cowboys just thought after beating the Giants, they were just going to stroll up to Seattle. And I said last week, I said CenturyLink is one of the hardest places to play. And this was the Seahawks home opener. So I knew it wasn't going to be easy. The Seahawks won 24-13. I'm happy they got a win finally. They just look good, man. They, they, they took away what the Cowboys like to do. Uh, Zeke had a good game, but it was it was a quiet game, but it, still a good game nevertheless. Dak Prescott only like 4.9 yards per attempt. He's just not that good, y'all. I'm sorry. Seahawks got it done 24-13. Next game, Bears-Cardinals. This game was a little scary. I thought that the Bears were going to lose. The Cardinals got up on them. Josh Rosen got his first start. And I thought the Cardinals were going to win for a second, but the Bears pulled it out. They're playing really good football. I like the Bears. Shout out to them. 16-14 was the final score. Next game, Pats-Lions. That was the Sunday night football game. Matt Patricia against his old team. Lions 26-10. Patriots just looked flat all around. Josh Gordon was inactive, but... I guess the Lions just caught him slipping. Patriots were 1-2 and two this time last year, so no reason to panic yet. And Monday Night Football, we saw a nice game between the Buccaneers and the Steelers. Listen, the thing about the Steelers is they're, they're really talented, but the defense is just, they give up a lot of points, and they're very undisciplined. Like, they had, like, 15 penalties for, like, over 120 yards. Something crazy like that. This is really undisciplined. They should have locked that game up, but they let the Buccaneers back into that game. Granted, I think if Ryan Fitzpatrick didn't throw the pick six, could be talking about a different outcome. Deshaun Jackson had a punt return called back because of a hold. But I like what the Bucs are doing. I think they should keep rolling with Ryan Fitzmagic. They should keep it up. I honestly think he's the best QB for them. He rallies the troops. He looks good. Unless he has one of them, like, five interception games, I don't think you pull him for Jameis Winston, but we'll see. And that was week three, guys, so it's time to recap. Well, it's time to predict week four. And for the record on each, thank God we didn't have no ties last week, but for the record, I picked nine games correctly each of the three weeks. My boy Rome pointed out to me that I did pick nine games correctly on week one, so shout out to Rome for that. Hey. Nine games in a row for three straight weeks. I got to get at least 10 right. So let's hop into these predictions. My dad actually wanted to do predictions with me. So he did his own. We did not have the same picks, ladies and gentlemen. We have a few games differently from each other. So I'm just going to read mine and I'm going to say, you know, what he picked. But let's get right into it. So week four starts tonight. As I mentioned earlier, we have the Rams and the Vikings. I'm going to pick Minnesota. 
I'm going to pick Minnesota. They're getting some offensive linemen back. They're getting Dalvin Cook back. I think they are really pissed off how likely they took that game against the Bills. So I'm going to take I'm going to take Minnesota to win tonight. The Rams are also without Marcus Peters and Aqib Tlaib, so that might make a, a huge difference because the Vikings have some guys, Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen. I'm picking Minnesota to win tonight. I know they're on the road, but I'm picking Minnesota. Next game. Oh, and by the way, my dad picked the Rams, so we already differed on that game. Next matchup is Sunday, 1 o'clock, Jags and Jets. Me and my dad both picked the Jaguars, so we got that one. Next game is Patriots and Dolphins. This is going to be a really good game. Dolphins are 3-0, but I just don't see the Patriots losing in Foxborough. It doesn't happen often. I know they have some issues on offense and even defense, but Josh Gordon should play. I don't know, man. I, I think the Dolphins can win, but I just don't see the Patriots losing in Foxborough. I just don't know. I just don't think they'll go 1-3 and... Three and the Dolphins will go on to 4-0. So I think the Dolphins will probably get the game in Miami, but I'm going with New England. Next game is the Titans and the Eagles. Me and my dad both picked Philly. We also both picked Patriots, by the way. So I'm going to go with Philly. Uh, the Titans have been playing a lot of close games. I think they'll be in this game, but I just think ultimately the Eagles are just going to be a little too much. So I'm going with Philly. Next game, Colts-Texans. I don't see the Texans going 0-3. I did give credit to the Colts, but I just, I mean, I don't think the Texans will go 0-4, so I picked Houston. My dad picked Indianapolis. Next game, Packers and the Bills. We both rolling with Green Bay. Uh, they're coming off a loss in Washington. They return home to Lambeau Field, where they're pretty good at home. So I'm going with the Packers, and so is my dad. Next game, Cowboys-Lions. Didn't really want to pick this one. I didn't really want to pick Dallas, but I think the Dallas Cowboys will win. They are playing at Jerry's World. Matthew Stafford is returning home to Dallas. He may light it up. He may not. I just don't really trust the Lions. I don't know. I think that game was a bit of a fluke. That was Matt Patricia's old team, so he knows the Patriots' offense better than anybody. So... Therefore, I'm going to pick Dallas. Then they're having a bounce back game and win. My dad picked the Cowboys as well. As you can tell, this is probably really hard for us. Next game, Bears and Bucks. Sounds like a really good game. Uh, the Bears are at home at Soldier Field. I'm taking Chicago. It should be a really good game, but I'm just going to take Chicago, though. I know the Bucks coming off a loss. Should be a good game, though. We're going with Chicago. Next game, Falcons and the Bengals. Me and my dad both rolling with Atlanta. Atlanta is really good at home. They're a really good at home team. They give up a lot of points, but you're going to see a lot of points score, but I'm going with Atlanta to win this one. They're coming off a heartbreaking loss against the Saints. I think they get this one and they beat the Bengals. Next game, Cardinals and the Seahawks. We're rolling with Seattle. I just don't... Cardinals are bad. They're going to catch somebody slipping eventually, but I, they're bad. Go with Seattle. Next game, the Raiders and the Browns. I know the Browns are traveling across the country, but I like them to win this game. I like the Browns. Baker Mayfield starting. I know the Raiders have had the lead through three quarters in all three of their games, but the defense is really bad. Baker Mayfield, I, I, I want to see Baker Mayfield thrive again, so I'm going with the Browns. 
My dad also picked the Browns as well. Next game, Giants and the Saints. We deferred on this game. I'm going with New York Giants. My dad's going with the Saints. The Saints give up a lot of points. They just lost a corner. He's out for the season. Patrick Robinson came over from the Eagles last year. Uh, was a key player in the Super Bowl run, but I'm going with the Giants. They did lose Evan Ingram, another injury I forgot to mention. But I'm going with the Giants. I, I think G-Man will get it done. It's just a matter of what team is going to show up. Saints are coming off a heartbreaking. Uh, well, they're coming, not, a, not heartbreaking, but they're coming off a, a really highly competitive game. They just went to overtime. It was a road game. They're back on the road again in MetLife. Drew Brees isn't as good as he is outdoors as he is indoors. So I'm going with the Giants. I think they'll win. I really do. Next game, Chargers and 49ers. And now go Chargers, go. First time for everything. Haven't done that in a while. <laughs> I love that. I love that sound bite, man. But I'm going with the Chargers to defeat the 49ers. The 49ers did just lose their general guy they paid a boatload of money to Jimmy Garoppolo you got to protect yourself Jimmy I'm sorry you already got the first you should have just went out of bounds you got to know how valuable you are to the team you should have learned from other QBs Carson Wentz went down they pay you a lot of money for you to stay healthy and be available but I'm going with the Chargers next game it's the Sunday night football game it's the Steelers and the Ravens matchup is always fun to watch my dad picked Pittsburgh. I picked the Ravens. Steelers are at home. Big Ben is really good at home, but the Ravens have a really good defense. I like the Ravens. I like their offense. Steelers are just so undisciplined, so I just don't know. And then, last but not least, we have the Chiefs and the Broncos. Me and my dad both picked the Chiefs. Chiefs are on the road this week, but I like the Chiefs in this one. And then, I'm just going to talk to you guys. Uh, week four buys, we got Redskins and the Panthers. And then... Injuries, like I said, Jimmy G, Marcus Peters, and keep to leave. William Hayes got hurt. You know, the roughing the passer rule is really crazy. I hate it. It's disgusting. It's bad. I know it's just it's just the way they're calling it. The players don't know how to like play because how it's how it's being officiated. Like they're used to you know, Russia used to playing football and sacking QBs a certain way, like when I see these roughing the passer penalty, I'm like, all they're doing is sacking the QB or just hitting the QB like normal. Like, at this point, we're going to see two-hand touch or flag football unless this gets clarified. I'm sorry. I know the NFL wants to protect the QBs, the, the big money makers, the most popular players. I know it's, it's really the Aaron Rodgers rule. It's just the thing is he broke his collarbone when he got hit late last year. But I don't, I don't think Anthony Barr was trying to break his collarbone. Like, seriously. It just, just was just an unfortunate incident. And I know the Packers are unwatchable without Aaron Rodgers, but they're subpar at best without him. But still, this roughing the passer thing is just, it's just disgusting. Like, it's just unnecessary. All these flags that are coming out, and I know Clay Matthews is getting penalized so much. It's just bad. It's just, it's horrible. But, I just want to thank everybody for listening one last time. I just want to thank you guys for the love and support, honestly. I know for my NBA fans, y'all are probably getting a little impatient. It's right around the corner. We just had media day the other day. Training camp is underway. NBA fans, I will be back. I will be back with an episode for you guys really soon. For the next couple of weeks, honestly, probably going to do a mailbag for y'all because I know y'all love those. I love answering y'all questions, too, so... 
probably gonna do a mailbag on the next episode, next NBA episode, but that should be coming up in a, about two weeks. I'll probably drop, this is week four, I'll probably do week six and then do like NBA episode the next day. Because so, I know y'all been waiting, and I'm waiting for the NBA season. I got some games I'm gonna see. Should be a lot of fun. But I wanna thank you guys for listening one last time. This is Mike Curry signing out. Episode number 59 is done. Peace.